Hi everyone, uh, this is Mark and this is the Mark Hastings Experience and uh, in this podcast uh, I'm going to be talking about everything from poetry to films to uh, TV shows to books and about uh, anything and everything that inspires me and uh, I hope you like what you hear. Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, uh, I'm going to be talking about one of my favourite film franchises, um, but uh, specifically the first film uh, that spawned this uh, um, film franchise, and uh, the film that I want to talk about today is called The Matrix. And I'm going to be talking about the the premise of the film and of the three films that make up the Matrix uh, trilogy. I'm going to be talking about the characters and uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, why I love the the Matrix films so much. And uh, I hope you like what you hear. So as I was saying, uh, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about one of my favourite film franchises, uh, and that is the Matrix film franchise, um, which is also uh, bigger than uh, a film franchise, uh, because um, several um, comic books and uh, video games uh, have been um, made um, and have been inspired by the Matrix uh, universe uh, and the world that the Matrix exists within. Um, and if you're not familiar with um, the Matrix, uh, the film franchise, uh, it's an American media franchise uh, that was created by writers and directors the Wachowskis and producer Joel Silver. The series primarily consists of a trilogy of science fiction action films, beginning with The Matrix, which came out in 1999. And uh, that continued with two sequels, The Matrix Reloaded and The Matrix Revolutions, uh, which um, uh, both uh, were produced in uh, 2003, came out in 2003. and they were all written and directed by the Wachowskis and produced by Joel Silver. The franchise is owned by Warner Brothers, uh, which distributed the films along with uh, Village Roadshow Pictures. Um, the the latter, uh, along with Silver Pictures, are the two production companies that worked on all three films. Um, and they, the premise of the series, uh, the Matrix series, um, features a cyberpunk story of the technological fall of mankind in which the creation of artificial intelligence uh, led the way to a race of self-aware machines that imprisoned mankind in a virtual reality system the matrix to be farmed as a power source Um, occasionally some of the prisoners managed to break free from the system and considered a threat 
become pursued by the artificial intelligence both inside and outside of it. Uh, the films uh, mainly focus on um, the plight of Neo, um, uh, who that's his um, his uh, hacker uh, pseudonym, uh, but he's uh, real. The character's name um, in the Matrix first Matrix film is uh, Thomas Anderson, and uh, he's played by Keanu Reeves. Uh, I've got the, the character Trinity played by Carrie Ann Moss and the character Morpheus played by Lawrence Fishburne um, and they're all trying to free uh, humanity people who are connected to this uh, virtual reality um, um, from the system um, while they're being pursued by um, agents um, that uh, help uh, regulate the system the uh, the virtual reality uh, system of the Matrix um, and one of the main uh, antagonists uh, of that group uh, is um, Agent Smith uh, who's played by Hugo Weaving um, the story incorporates references to numerous philosophical, religious and spiritual ideas among others the dilemma of choice versus control um, the brain in a vat thought experiment um, and the concepts of uh, interdependency and love uh, the influences include principles of mythology anime and Hong Kong action films um, the film series is notable for using uh, heavily choreographed action sequences and um, the bullet time slow motion uh, effect that was uh, revolutionized um, on that uh, on the first Matrix film and has been used in many films uh, since and as I said um, the Matrix uh, franchise uh, extends to video games um, and uh, it is a, an online uh, community um, as well and it's also been adapted into comic books and um, in a animated um, series of um, short films called The Animatrix which came out in 2003 which um, had both uh, American and Japanese um, styles of, uh, of uh, animation within it and which told stories um, that um, happened within the Matrix universe um, one of the the, the first um, um, stories, uh, short stories, uh, that um, take place in this Animatrix uh, animated um, series of short uh, short films um, were uh, called the Second Renaissance, uh, which is a two-part short film, and um, they basically tell the story of how the Matrix came to be and how um, humanity um, in the future um, had uh, created artificial intelligence um, that had become self-aware um, and it was spawned from um, robots that were created, uh, artificial um, entities um, that were basically serving humanity at one point um, 
uh, being their servants and uh, humanity was uh, basically taking them for granted and not really giving them that much respect and then um, machines became more self-aware and uh, they wanted to have their own um, their own culture, their own country, their own way of life and um, in the, the animated films um, we see that um, humanity did not take uh, lightly uh, or kindly to this uh, suggestion that um, their uh, machines, um, their artificial intelligence that they created wanted their own independence and that caused a uh, um, uh, a great deal of animosity and um, and the machines uh, uh, went into isolation and uh, had their own um, were granted their own independent uh, nation and they went into hiding and created their own society away from uh, humanity and um, but then humanity couldn't deal with the fact that their own creations were existing independently of them and uh, then there was a huge war um, a very diabolical and um, a very destructive war which led to the subjugation um, and the overthrow of humanity by the machines um, uh, for their own good really because they we, humanity did not um, respect the machines and they let them um, grow and uh, hate humanity um, and essentially the, the story of the Matrix um, <clears throat> when we jump into the story in the first film uh, we're essentially jumping in at the end of um, uh, the, the Matrix uh, or within the, at the middle perhaps um, the Matrix uh, the story of the Matrix because the Matrix is a computer generated um, dream world as the character of Morpheus describes it it's a way to control humanity um, but give them the illusion of uh, freedom and control um, because everybody who is born um, uh, within the matrix is connected to the matrix and in reality they have no uh, connection to the true reality of the world they're living in a dream world which is controlled and presented to them by the machines the the same artificial intelligence um, that humanity fought uh, at this point uh, centuries previously but humanity aren't aware of that uh, they just go about their um, normal lives um, um, oblivious to what's truly going on to to reality and um, as I was saying, um, some of the characters within it, uh, especially the characters of Trinity and Morpheus, um, have a mission to try and free as many minds, um, the minds of humanity, from the Matrix as they can. And that is something that um, they have been, that is a mission that they have been given by um, an important character in uh, the Matrix series, 
called the Oracle uh, who um, he becomes very important uh, in the, the in the second film Matrix Reloaded and the third film uh, Matrix Revolutions uh, and we get introduced to her in the Matrix um, first Matrix film um, but the main uh, crux of the story of the Matrix franchise uh, of, of well, the first uh, three films, The Matrix, uh, Matrix Reloaded, and The Matrix Revolutions, uh, revolves around the protagonist uh, of Neo, um, uh, who I said is that's the uh, the the hacker pseudonym of um, a character called Thomas Anderson, who's played by uh, Keanu Reeves, and he's a hacker. Uh, he hacks computers, hacks systems. But uh, at the point where we first meet him, he is still a uh, connected mind within the Matrix, within this computer-generated dream world, just like everybody else. Uh, but he isn't aware of it, but he has this feeling, like a lot of people do, that there is something wrong with the world. Um, and uh, he goes to work every day, um, nine to five, very monotonous um, day job um, where he wears a suit and tie and just uh, sits in a cubicle and just, you know, lives a very uh, quiet life. But uh, when he's not at work, he's hacking. He's, 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 that, that's how he gets his, his buzz, his excitement. Um, but then... Uh, he uh, is um, found by um, and he's contacted by uh, a character called Trinity uh, played by Carrie-Anne Moss um, who uh, instructs him to follow the white rabbit uh, uh, who and which is um, a tat someone comes to her, his apartment um, door uh, they're, at, they're looking for uh, mescaline uh, which he can uh, uh, he can um, give to them uh, and um, the female character in that and she has a tattoo on her shoulder of a white rabbit um, um, and uh, Neo is contacted by someone um, anonymously on his computer someone that tells him to wake up Neo um, to follow the white rabbit and uh, when he first sees this message he has no idea what he uh, who this is if he's being hacked himself uh, but then when he sees this character come to his uh, his door and they have a tattoo of a white rabbit on their shoulder he immediately is intrigued and uh, when he's invited to join them to go to a, to a rave um, then he follows along and uh, it's at this rave that he meets uh, Trinity for the first time and um, she tells him that she knows who he is she, he know, she knows that he's been questioning reality, questioning the world that he lives in um, and it's that it's a question that drives people um, that um, that can uh, help them find out the the truth 
of uh, the Matrix and the Matrix seems to be uh, this recurring question um, that people uh, who question reality want to know the answer to uh, what is the Matrix and uh, Trinity tells um, Neo that um, the answer is waiting for him and it will find him if he wants it to um, at this point uh, we, then we see that um, the people uh, called agents are looking for Neo for Thomas Anderson for some reason that he doesn't know the reason for initially um, but then uh, he has uh, an encounter in which uh, his complete his uh, understanding of reality is changed um, um, these agents put something inside of him um, even take away his ability to speak uh, take away his mouth and he then he wakes up and he thinks oh maybe it was just a dream uh, a nightmare um, but then he's um, he's contacted um, by uh, Morpheus uh, who uh, previously uh, contacted him when he was trying to escape from these agents who came to find him um, and um, then he's he's told to to um, be at a certain place at a certain time and he would be told everything that he wants to know and um, Trinity delivers um, Neo to Morpheus and um, that's when uh, Neo is given um, a choice uh, he's basically told what the Matrix is where he's been his entire life um, who he is um, that the Matrix is a computer generated dream world um, and that uh, humanity are nothing more than batteries uh, within a farm um, generating power for machines um, and um, that's um, the majority of humanity have no knowledge of what they are or um, the reality of what they're living in uh, but he's given a choice um, by Morpheus he's given uh, a choice of the red pill and the blue pill um, within the matrix um, and if he takes the blue pill um, Neo uh, just wakes up in his bed and he can believe whatever he wants to believe go along with the dream of the matrix and the reality that's presented to him or if he takes the red pill um, he can escape from the matrix and he and he can be shown how deep the rabbit hole goes of um, of uh, what um, there is to discover about uh, reality um, and uh, who um, who he is and uh, of course uh, Neo chooses the red pill and um, uh, from doing that he's um, tracked and he's extracted from the matrix by uh, Morpheus and the uh, the crew of the uh, the hovercraft the Nebuchadnezzar and he wakes up 
uh, outside of the Matrix for the first time in his life um, and he finds that it's not the year 1999 as he's been led to believe he is um, it's a future um, world in which um, uh, society has crumbled humanity is uh, basically no more and um, uh, the machines, the artificial intelligence that um, uh, were um, basically used as as a slave race um, doing the bidding of humanity become the um, the primary uh, race on the planet they've taken over the entire world and it's a the, the, the planet um, is a wasteland um, it's uh, the uh, the graveyard of the war between humanity and um, the machines essentially and uh, uh, the majority of uh, humanity now live underground near the earth's core uh, in a place called Zion uh, which is where the last um, it's the last oasis and enclave of humanity live um, there and they're unconnected disconnected from the matrix some have never been connected to the matrix some have been um, um, freed from the matrix by people like uh, Morpheus and uh, Trinity um, and they're being helped by uh, the Oracle um, and over the course of the film um, Neo is uh, introduced to um, what uh, um, he may be um, because it, it's um, explained to him by the Oracle when he goes back into the Matrix he's reinserted into the Matrix and he goes to the Oracle um, he's uh, he finds out that she's a computer program um, but that she has the power of foresight and she uh, knew of uh, Neo's arrival um, and she knows who he is and who Neo is uh, is what he what she calls the one uh, someone who can end the war between humanity and the machines um, but um, the only problem with that is um, I mean Neo is led to believe that he's the one um, that he can um, you know help bring and enter the to the war um, but as we discover in the, the Matrix Reloaded and the Matrix Revolutions um, Neo is just a part of the system basically the system trying to balance itself out because the matrix in itself is a computer program that only works on all the uh, the codes and all the different um, processes all run in unison with one another and as the oracle and as a character called the architect who basically built and designed the matrix as it is um, explains um, is that the only way to um, that people 
would choose to stay within the Matrix uh, would be if they were given the power of uh, choice uh, and if there was one person uh, in every generation who had this power who and they were given this um, this choice to be someone who would free um, humanity and um, it's an anomaly in the uh, the basic equation of the matrix and that's what Neo is basically he is the anomaly uh, the the equation trying to balance itself out and by doing that they created one person out of um, all of the others uh, who would be different and who would have this um, goal to bring down the system and and um, and end the uh, end the war but the unfortunate thing is is that the one or the anomaly or someone just like Neo has always been a part of the system as I was saying it's predicted um, and their actions are predicted and that is why um, the the, uh, the the choice that they are given that Neo is given that everybody in the, um, the Matrix who is freed uh, who's had their mind freed and they, who live in Zion it's an illusion they've been given the illusion of choice by the machines by uh, the architect um, so that they would have something to fight for give them a goal but ultimately um, when Neo the one uh, um, completes his uh, his task and he uh, is able to find a way to um, bring down the matrix to, to, to end it uh, or so he thinks to overcome the machines um, they are just rebooted they are just a form of and a way for the system to reboot itself and to restart the cycle over again to restart the matrix basically and um, and Neo is uh, doesn't like that when he's when he comes face to face with the architect in the Matrix uh, Reloaded, um, he's told that no matter what he does, no matter what he says, um, this has happened before and it will happen again. The Matrix will be reloaded. Uh, Zion will be overthrown, uh, and then uh, humanity will start again. Uh, there will be a selection of. Um, um, free so-called free um, humans who will set up Zion once again and um, then uh, there will be people will be continue to be born and live within the matrix from uh, from a baby to a human to a human adult within the matrix and then they will be a time when someone just like Neo will rise and become the next one and um, the cycle will just continue because that's the only way um, that uh, humanity and the machines can live in harmony basically um, 
even though um, the machines are the the masters of humanity They're, they've enslaved humanity um, but as I say Neo doesn't like this and uh, when given the choice by the architect uh, who's a computer program within the matrix who um, uh, built the matrix built every version of the matrix that there's been um, and in which there's probably been like six versions of it over a, a period of maybe 600 years it's been a recurring um, thing recurring cycle uh, the matrix being made different versions of it and there being someone like Neo uh, recurring over and over again um, as part of the the equation trying to balance itself out um, Neo uh, is given the choice of whether to reboot the matrix by choice or forced to uh, by uh, the machines um, just decimating um, the inhabitants of Zion and humanity that lives there and just um, just uh, killing them anyway and then the matrix will still be rebooted and restarted uh, so Neo decides no he's not going to do it um, but the, the thing that is explained that is different about Neo as opposed to the other uh, ones that have um, the other anomalies that have presented themselves uh, in the different versions of the Matrix is that Neo fell in love uh, there is a, um, an initial instant reaction um, and um, adoration between Neo and Trinity when Trinity first meets uh, Neo and throughout the first film this feeling, this love gets stronger and at the end of the, the Matrix film, the first film, we see that um, they, they, uh, ha they are, uh, um, they have feelings for one another and they express that, they kiss and then in the Matrix Reloaded we see that their relationship has um, blossomed even more, it's become more physical and they love one another and that is it is the, the it is that reason. It is Trinity, basically, um, that spurs Neo into deciding not to just give up on humanity, not to um, admit defeat, not to uh, surrender to the machines and to um, the uh, the recurrence of what he should do. He's being asked to do something just as. Um, his predecessor said had been asked to do to to give up to surrender and to just reload and restart the matrix and he neo decides not to because um, because based mainly because of uh, Trinity because of his love for Trinity um, so he walks away from the architect and the architect basically tells him that no matter what you do it's gonna happen uh, humanity will be wiped out and the matrix will be restarted and Neo uh, goes away from there um, and he uh, he saves uh, Trinity um, who uh, is nearly killed actually because um, when you are shot or hurt within the matrix the computer generated reality of the matrix 
uh, that also equates to um, how you feel within the real world and if you die in the matrix you can die in the real world because the the body cannot exist without the mind and there is a um, an inescapable connection between the two um, and at the beginning of matrix reloaded uh, Neo has a premonition of Trinity's death what he thinks is her death he sees her uh, falling from a, uh, a high um, high-rise uh, building and uh, he's being sh she's being shot at by an agent an agent of the system the matrix there to control and um, she's shot and um, Neo wakes up from that at the beginning of the film and at the end of the film Matrix Reloaded uh, Neo actually he saves uh, Trinity before um, well she does get shot but he's able to to, to catch her while she's falling because he can fly within the matrix he has that kind of power that gift um, and he's he's able to save her life restart her heart um, um, and and then he uh, after that he explains both to Trinity and to Morpheus um, and Morpheus is kind of like a true believer in the uh, in the one uh, in the the prophecy of the one because he'd been told by uh, the oracle that uh, his destiny his fate was to find the one and that the one would be uh, the person to end the war and um, bring freedom to humanity um, and when Neo informs uh, Morpheus it's just that the one um, it's just been another form of control um, it really tests Morpheus's faith and um, he's very um, uh, rocked by that and um, it really does carry he carries that into the next film Major Revolutions um, and it really we show uh, uh, Morpheus is, um, is a broken man because his faith uh, that he, he had believed in his entire life that uh, that he would find the one and that, that they would bring an end to the war between humanity and uh, the machines and uh, when he he's basically told that it was all a lie by the oracle um, and just part of the the whole cycle the same system that has been going on for hundreds of years um, really does affect him profoundly um, and of course throughout the Matrix films there is um, there is an antagonist uh, and the antagonist uh, as I was saying is Agent Smith as he's called and um, as is explained by the uh, the Oracle um, to Neo uh, is that he is um, Agent Smith is the opposite of um, Neo he is the 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 um, the equation of the matrix trying to balance itself out. You have pure good uh, within personified within Neo, and you have pure evil personified within um, Agent Smith. And where one rises to power, uh, as Neo does, the other, uh, being Agent Smith, 
does also. Um, and they are very, and they can't exist without one another. Um, um, and originally, Agent Smith was just a normal agent of the of the system. Uh, as there are, and, and there are many different versions of those agents, but Smith is definitely different. Um, you can see that even from the first film, and um, throughout the second film, Matrix Reloaded, and the third film, Matrix Revolutions, you see that um, the different interactions between Neo and Agent Smith um, have made Neo um, and Smith just connected to one another on um, on an instinctual level, and uh, they are both the they are the protagonist the definite protagonist and antagonist uh, of the matrix itself of the story and of the the entire system uh, and uh, um, ne uh, Neo uh, has to fight uh, Agent Smith um, many times throughout the matrix films in each film actually he fights Agent Smith physically um, as well as psychologically you could say and um, Smith becomes like a virus within the Matrix. He starts taking over every individual within the Matrix and converting them into another version of himself. Uh, like a virus that is just spreading throughout the Matrix. His powers have become too, um, uh, too powerful for even the system to, um, to control. Uh, and... Um, that's what leads um, uh, Neo to make a choice. He uh, chooses to go and travel in the real world to the main source, the main frame, the, uh, the deus ex machina of the machines, literally, uh, to present himself to the, to the, the hive mind, uh, personification of the hive mind of um, the machines, the artificial intelligence that uh, is um, the dominant uh, race on earth um, and he presents them with a choice uh, that he will he will be reinserted into the matrix and he can stop Smith from spreading throughout the matrix and then eventually to the to the machine world and um, disrupting the machine world and bringing that down if um, uh, the machines give humanity freedom if they allow people within the matrix the choice to be able to leave if they want to or to stay there um, and uh, he he basically sacrifices his life uh, to do this because for him to uh, touch the source of um, the machine mainframe uh, would and would always mean his death because it's his what he has within him within Neo from the moment of his birth within the Matrix um, that spark within him is the spark that ultimately restarts the matrix anew uh, so that is um, 
that is essentially his death um, but he does it sac that sacrifice because he knows that's the only way that um, uh, he can kill uh, Agent Smith um, and uh, the only and the only way to 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 destroy the, uh, the the virus that Smith has become is to uh, restart everything um, and to destroy everything that's come before and remake it in something uh, with something new. And unfortunately, on the way to the machine mainframe city um, above ground, which is just uh, decimated and um, and is. Uh, cold and dark and grey and just uh, um, very un, un uh, just very um, very uh, depressing and um, um, very uh, a place where you wouldn't any human really wouldn't choose to live um, on the way there, uh, Neo with Neo and Trinity, they're uh, they're journeying there, and Trinity is uh, is killed there uh, on the way there, and um, Neo has to watch her die, and um, well, uh, watch her die is uh, um, a, a, an, another way of saying it um, because. Uh, Neo, it, in the story uh, of uh, Matrix Revolutions, um, Neo has an altercation with um, a character called Bane, uh, who is a human who has been infected by Agent Smith. Agent Smith has um, has escaped Matrix and has downloaded himself into a human being um, called Bane, and then this character ends up having the physical altercation with Neo in which he actually blinds Neo um, and this Bane and uh, Agent Smith is defeated um, he's killed but Neo is blinded and when Neo and uh, Trinity travel to the Machine City uh, Neo is actually blind and he's just using um, his gifts and things that have uh, and um, abilities that have been opened up within him to be able to see um, the electromagnetic spectrum of the world um, and to see uh, auras of energy and light around him even without using his eyes and um, as I say uh, on their way there they're attacked by the machines and uh, Trinity is unfortunately killed and um, that's why when Neo finally gets to the Machine City. He he knows that he has nothing else to live for, and I think that's one of the reasons why he chooses to sacrifice himself because he's lost Trinity, and um, and um, he knows that that is that uh, that it's time to to do what must be done, and that's when he goes to the Machine City. He faces. The uh, the Deus Ex Machina, uh, the machine, the the mind, the the god of the machines, uh, essentially, and um, he tells them that he can defeat um, uh, he can defeat Smith 
Agent Smith, uh, and then he will sacrifice himself. He will connect to the source. He will help reboot the Matrix, and in doing so, uh, kill the machines can kill uh, Smith and obliterate him, and uh, and he will no longer be a threat to humanity uh, or the machine world. Um, and that causes a uh, the Matrix to reload, to reboot, um, and Neo. Uh, dies in the process um, but we're left at the end with a um, a a conversation between um, the oracle and um, and the architect in which um, they both uh, it, it's, it's basically explained that um, what has happened has been um, kind of like a game or uh, an argument between the two, these two machines an intuitive program being the uh, the, uh, the oracle and um, a very um, very more uh, straight lined um, um, program called the architect and they basically been um, uh basically in having a wager or basically playing a game as to uh, the motivations and the actions of humanity and what and who humanity are when given choice and the uh, the oracle basically talks to the architect and says well are you going to allow people to free themselves to be free if they want to and uh, the architect uh, says to the oracle what do you think I am human basically uh, basically saying that uh, he is going to do that that once he make once he says he's going to do something he does it whereas uh, humanity sometimes they say things and they they don't mean what they say um, but uh, and then we see uh, literally a new dawn for the matrix and um, and then that's the end of the Matrix Revolutions and what we thought was going to be the Matrix Trilogy. Um, but it was announced um, that there is actually going to be a fourth Matrix film um, that's supposed to be coming out on December the 22nd, 2021. Um, it's already been uh, it's already been documented that it's been filming um, both. Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, um, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, who appeared in uh, the Matrix uh, Reloaded films and the Matrix Revolutions films, um, and um, some other uh, actors, um, uh, new actors that haven't appeared in the Matrix franchise uh, previously. Um, it's going to be produced, co-written and directed by Lana Wachowski and um, co-directed and co-wrote um, who co-wrote and co-directed um, the previous three films with her sister Lily um, it's going to be once again uh, a joint production by Village Roadshow Pictures uh, Wachowski Productions and Silver Pictures and um, as I say it's been uh, 
there been some uh, photos taken of them uh, filming on location and I really cannot uh, wait to see this new in, uh, installment in the Matrix franchise um, I'm not really sure how it's going to play out what the storyline is going to be because as I say um, in the process of restarting and reloading the Matrix um, Keanu Reeves uh, his character of Neo dies um, in the process of getting to the Machine City um, the character of Trinity played by Karen Moss dies and um, um, we've, we're told that we've seen in set photos that they're going to appear they're both going to appear in the fourth uh, Matrix film so I don't know how um, they're going to um, they're going to explain that um, their death and their uh, so-called uh, reappearance but hey I can't wait um, I'm glad that it's being made by the original um, directors of, and it's been written by the original directors of the the original Matrix films and I've been a fan of Matrix the first film since I first watched it uh, in um, 1999 in fact it was the first blu-ray that I ever bought and from the moment that I watched The Matrix I was absolutely obsessed with it it really got me into um, thinking about philosophy and uh, metaphysics and uh, psychology and as a result I I read a, a lot of uh, psychological books and um, got me really interested in in um, stories and uh, in mythology and um, in uh, concepts of uh, choice and um, and people have delved over and gone over the Matrix films all three of them uh, that have been made and um, the animated um, series of short films the Animatrix and the, the comic books and the the, uh, the video games that have been made for every detail and they've investigated and gone in depth on every detail and every of the names of every character and the motivations and it's really been a, a source of both entertainment and philosophical debate um, for a lot of people around the world and um, it's really brought people together in fact and um, and I'm sure that the new Matrix film will do the same and it will add to the story of the Matrix in a very new um, and interesting way and uh, I look forward to to watching that uh, when it comes out. Um, but yeah, the, the watching the Matrix, uh, even playing the games, reading the the uh, the comic books that came out, I was just um, I was just so enamoured with the characters and um, the, uh, the the story of Neo and Trinity and Morpheus and. The fact that they were given names and that they that they had so much um, significance and uh, the story, um, uh, what uh, the original creators, the Wachowskis, were inspired by to create the Matrix and this neo-punk kind of um, future uh, uh, environment and this um, dystopian uh, world that has been. Um, uh, shown in other films that have been set in the future but the way that the Matrix presented itself and the way that the Matrix told its story was so unique so powerful so insightful 
and so incredible that um, it's no wonder that its uh, legacy has continued and it will continue to be um, um, poured over and investigated and um, and philosophized about um, because uh, because it's so intriguing and so enthralling and engaging and uh, um, I will definitely be a fan of it um, going forward no matter what they do and um, I'll always go back and watch those films and um, always come away from them uh, with both questions and answers and uh, um, with uh, an insight uh, into life and choice um, yeah, and in new and uh, interesting ways uh, every time um, and I know that anyone and everyone who is a fan of the Matrix films will continue to do so also um, and there are many of those all around the world uh, but I think I'm going to leave it there for now uh, I just want to say uh, thank you for listening I uh, hope you like what you heard and uh, I'll talk to you again soon If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry um, then you, uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me uh, which is my website and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years um, if you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, book form uh, you can go to Amazon and you'll find um, all ten of my books that I've had published um, they're all books of poetry um, uh, books of stories uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences um, and there'll be more to come and uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to uh, to the podcast then you can do so by heading over to Patreon and searching for Mark the Poet and uh, your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated um, but uh, as I was saying I hope you liked what you heard in this uh, episode um, and I'll talk to you again soon